Hey, it's Remy and welcome to the Pen to Page podcast. Today I'll be discussing something that I love to talk about, which is New Year's resolutions and how to approach them in the right way if you haven't set any yet. Even if you have already set them up already for this year, this episode may help you to adjust your goals to make them more likely to be achieved. I will also be talking about my favourite organisational platform, Notion, since I believe this is such a valuable tool with something for everyone and it can truly upgrade your organisation of many areas of your life. From past experience, my New Year's resolutions have never been very successful due to just briefly writing them down on a piece of paper and not reviewing them. Um, And you can easily avoid a lack of success by following the tips in this episode. To get involved with episodes and to keep up to date with the podcast, follow at Pentapage Podcast on Instagram. As always, I really appreciate any feedback you all give since it helps me improve this podcast to make it more enjoyable for those who listen to it. So feel free to DM me on Instagram letting me know what you think. Um, Thank you for tuning in and I hope you enjoy. Now let's get on to the book recommendation and the productivity tip for this episode. My book recommendation for this episode is I'm Thinking of Ending Things by Ian Reid. So um, I really, really enjoyed this book. Um, However, it is best going into it not knowing very much. So I'm only going to give a very brief synopsis, which is a woman and her boyfriend are driving to his parents' house and it just goes from there. You may have also heard of this title um, due to a Netflix film that came out last year. Um, And I would definitely recommend both watching the film and reading the book since you are consuming pretty much the same story but there are definitely differences between them both which only enhances the other and just brings the whole story together um so I would definitely recommend doing that and also because the book is short it is definitely worth doing both it is a very fast-paced book um it did like get to the point pretty quick I didn't feel like I was you know waiting for something to happen um I really could not stop reading because there's just so much intrigue while you're reading this book it definitely gives off very spooky vibes. It is very atmospheric. There's um there's this snow and it covers a lot of really interesting topics. And a big focus of this is different kind of philosophies. One line that the boyfriend says is that thoughts are your reality because you can't fake thoughts, which is really like a very interesting concept. And there are lots of these throughout the book. So I would highly recommend watching the film and reading the book. It is a really great combination. And let me know what you think of it if you choose to pick it up. So my productivity tip for this episode is to find out what time of day you work best. So um, this really involves quite a lot of experimenting with your daily routine. So uh, one thing you could try out is try doing your designated work um, on different days, one day during the morning, one day during the afternoon and one day during night and see um, how productive you are. Um, how your energy levels change and stuff like that. Something you could also do um, is just track your energy on a normal day. Um, So obviously um, it does depend on the amount of sleep you get and I guess what time you go to bed and wake up. But basically see um, at what times you are most energetic where like you might want to um, do some exercise, um, what time you feel focused, what time you feel tired, things like that. So then you can um, find the perfect times to slot in your work rather than, you know, doing work during a time where you are just tired and you need a rest. So this is something really worth trying. It will really help you get more done in the long run. This tip will ensure that you avoid doing uh, work where where you really need to focus during a time where you are not focused to do that kind of work. Um, and it means that you can get that work done in a time where you feel most um, up to it, meaning you will produce a better standard of work. So yeah, I would highly recommend this tip. 
So today I'll be sharing seven tips um, and the first one is to create goals and resolutions that you truly care about and are motivated to achieve. So if you don't have motivation to complete your goals, they probably won't happen and it simply won't work out. So if you need some more goals, which I guess you are passionate about, you can experiment with different hobbies away from schoolwork and see what different things you enjoy. So you can definitely get some ideas from YouTube. So whether it's anything like journaling, yoga, playing an instrument, reading, doing artwork, anything like that, um, and just try out different things and see if it's something that you would like to make part of your weekly routine. Also, if there is anything in your studies that you're particularly interested in learning more about, consider doing further research into it and putting that into your weekly routine. Say if you're a GCSE student and you find something in the biology specification really interesting, you could search that further and maybe even find out some A-level content. And I guess if you want to go into a career, into something biological, um, it could really help you. So that's really interesting. I would also say consider how often you want to complete your habits um, or when you will contribute towards achieving your goals. So whether this is um, a daily, a weekly or a monthly basis. And for me, I've found that using a habit tracker is really helpful. Whether you want to do it on something like Notion or, um, or a paper one, make it yourself, do it in a bullet journal, anything like that. If you're really struggling to get things done, it can help you feel accountable um, and yeah, I've just found it really helps me personally, knowing that if I don't do it, then I can't fill it in on my habit tracker. So yeah. I recently watched a video from the channel um, Mariana's Corner. I think that's how you say it. So I will link the video in the description of this episode. But she spoke about this concept of push and pull goals. And you basically need a pretty equal balance of both of these. So push goals um, are goals which you have less passion about. Um, they are more likely things uh, you would need to do like for your health or for work. So whether that's like exercising more or something like that. It could also be related to gaining knowledge or expertise for a future career. And generally for these goals, there is more forced effort made to achieve them. So to create push goals, um, you need to acknowledge the areas in your life which you could create push goals from and then focus on a select few to spend time on, such as exercising every day, um, spending less money, uh, getting some work experience, something like that. On the other hand, pull goals are ones that you are naturally drawn to. Um, they are based on passion. Um, it could be some kind of passion project, some extra kind of project, and something that you really feel happy to put effort in to make happen. Um, and there's no like external force pushing you to accomplish it. It is out of your own drive to do it. And generally, people have a preference towards these kind of goals. But if you set too many of them, it may be unrealistic to achieve them all. So don't get overwhelmed by focusing on too many of these at once, since you'll be diverting your attention in too many directions. So for example, if you really want to create an Etsy shop this year, while still having schoolwork, um, do not try to also learn three new languages, because all of those things require a lot of time you are likely to be less successful in at least one of these areas. So it's better to just kind of focus on one thing um, and see where it goes from there. So yeah, my, my general advice for this is to make sure that the goals you are setting are ones that you care about or, or at least ones where you know that they will have a serious benefit to your life and then have a good balance between push goals and pull goals um, and hopefully you will be successful in them. My second tip is once you have chosen your combination of push and pull goals, do not just leave these as they are, but follow up and create systems with actionable steps to achieve these and to make them happen. So 
Creating um, steps which are realistic considering your particular life circumstances are crucial for actually achieving your goals. So this year is actually my first year of setting systems um, and compared to previous years where I haven't set specific steps to achieve my goals, I am already much more successful than I have been previously. So um, I do really think that they work. There is a book which is very popular in the productivity side of YouTube called Atomic Habits by James Clear. So while I haven't read this book, there are a couple of quotes that I've found from it, which I think are really interesting um, and can really help you change how you set your goals and to be more successful. So the first one is that you do not rise to the level of your goals, you fall to the level of your systems. So this is really speaking about the concept that you can't just suddenly wake up one day Um, and want or be able to achieve all your goals. You need to make systems to accomplish your goals over time and by setting actionable steps so then they aren't just um, a statement on a piece of paper but instead there are these small steps that you can make to make this overall statement happen, I suppose. And the next one is that when you fall in love with the process rather than the product, you don't have to wait to give yourself permission to be happy. You can be satisfied anytime your system is running. So when I was just speaking about the fact that um, that by setting systems you have these smaller steps in that you will generally find that you aren't really chasing the end goal but having these um, good habits that you're doing every day um, does actually make you happy rather than than just this end goal I guess. So once you accept that you are a flawed human and therefore um, your life cannot be perfect um, you can set your goals accordingly and be more proud of yourself for smaller wins because At the end of the day, you are not a robot. Um, You have not got a set number of things in your life that you must achieve. And just be proud of yourself for all of these small um, habits you are bringing into your life, whether it's breaking bad habits or creating good ones or both, actually. I think you have a chance to be happier with yourself. So yeah. So I'm going to tell you an example of one of my goals for this year um, and the system that goes with it. So this goal is to read 50 books this year. Um, This is something that I actually achieved last year, um, but I just think it is still a bit of a push. So um, I really hope to achieve this again. So this is my system to go with it. Read every day and make time for it each morning and before I go to bed. Set a TBR list prior to the start of each month where I list out the books I would like to read. TBR stands for to be read. And to read a range of books and genres and to continue to challenge myself in terms of what I read. So I haven't been too specific like setting like a certain page count that I'd like to read every day or anything like that. Um, And this is helpful for days where I'm not feeling motivated to read and maybe actually just reading five pages will still get me further to my goal. But... I can still enjoy that reading and not feel pressured that, oh no, I'm not going to reach 50 pages today or something like that. But these clear steps are still more likely to help me reach my goal and to have a system in place which is pretty clear and helpful for me personally. So whether you're setting one goal, three goals or 10 goals, um, make sure to set a system alongside to make them more likely to be achieved and to break something which can seem really daunting, um, to break it down into smaller steps. So my third tip is to use Notion for your goal setting and your yearly resets. So I'm so excited to speak about this. Um, It has personally improved the organisation of everything in my life. I used to have things in many different notebooks. I didn't know where things were. Um, I was quite inefficient with writing certain things down. And now pretty much everything is in this one application, which is so helpful. 
um, and I've been using it since March and I can tell you that it has been so beneficial to my productivity and to my organisation. So I'm not sponsored but I wish I was since I love it so much um, and I speak about it all the time to my family members, to my friends. Something I'd like to ask on here is would you like a tour of my Notion on IGTV? Um, if you would, please let me know because that is something that I can do. So definitely DM me if that's something you'd be interested in seeing. And also, um, I am here to help anyone who doesn't really know how to use Notion or needs help with setting up certain pages. Please feel free to DM me. I can help you out however you would like. And yeah, I will leave a link to Notion in the episode description. So... I guess an official definition of Notion would be that um, it is an all-in-one organizational workspace which makes use of various features like databases, boards and timelines to create an application to fit all of your needs. Um, many people actually use this um, in their workplace for organizing a team but also lots of people use it for um, personal use and it is actually free for personal use which is great especially since loads of teenagers are using it now so you're not having to go out of your budget to use um, this really useful organizational software. So for New Year's this year, um, you know, 2021, um, I set up a new page on Notion, so I made some different sections for myself. So one section was a to-do list to do before New Year's, which is pretty much a yearly reset. So I basically wanted to do a digital and physical declutter of my space, to do some goal and system setting and some other little organisational bits. I also put my focus words for 2021. So I've never done this before, um, but I've heard about it quite a lot and I thought it'd be really helpful for this year, especially considering for everyone, it is a very uncertain year. We don't know what's gonna happen with COVID and things like that. So I set three words. Um, you can set however many you want, but I'd personally say probably one to three. So these can be general words to encapsulate how you would like this year to go um, or certain areas that you would like to focus on. So whether it's productivity, gratitude, creativity, passion, family, anything like that, um, anything that you think would be good to focus on during this year. And then I also set goals and systems under a heading um, and I made use of the toggle feature on Notion rather than bullet points. So the toggle system lets me have all of the goals um, just in a page so the page is smaller but then when I press the toggle um, it brings down my system which is really helpful um, and I can show that in my Notion tool if that's something you'd like to see and I also put a list of habits that I'd like to track so these are habits that I have on my monthly habit tracker um, they may change up slightly but those are the ones that I'd like to focus on at the moment and I think I track nine different habits most of them are very small so just be wary, don't, don't set huge massive habits for every day which will take hours to do, otherwise you're more likely to not get them done. And even if Notion doesn't seem like your kind of thing, I would really try it out because it's free. There are so many possibilities with it that I really think you don't lose out by trying it. Um, you can just set it up with your email, you log in through Google or um, I think there are some other ways you can log in. But yeah, once again, um, if you are interested and you think you may need some help with setting up pages and things like that, please just let me know. Um, and while I'm not an expert with Notion, I don't make use of every single feature like formulas and stuff. Um, I can help out with, with, I guess, some more basic things um, and I guess guide you around a bit more. So yeah, would highly, highly recommend using Notion. I'm pretty sure it could help most people. So yeah. My fourth tip is to find a time to review your goals, um, to assess their current importance to you and to make any changes. So while I wasn't perfect with my goal and system setting last year, one thing that I did was review my goals halfway through the year. 
So I set them um, at the start of January. So I chose to review them halfway through the year. So I reviewed them in early July. Um, I think it's best to review them either on a quarterly, so three month basis or a six month basis. And the six months worked better for me because it really is important to realign your priorities and to change goals and systems because if something isn't working for you, it's best to change it. And throughout your year, things will change in your life um, and certain goals which you thought really mattered to you at the start of the year, if they don't matter anymore, you don't need to follow through unless if it's something that is like compulsory to do. If it's like, a, I guess, a pull goal um, and you're not really interested in it anymore, as much as it may sadden you to see it go, if it's really not bringing joy into your life, it should not be staying there, you know? Um, if it's a passion project, it really should be bringing you enjoyment and it should be something that you really love doing. So yeah, so just make sure to review your goals to ensure that halfway through the year or whenever you want that you are still on track and that you're still focusing and spending your time on goals that you really truly care about. My fifth tip is that you can set goals anytime. So this is really more of a reminder than a tip, but um, one of my main reasons for doing this episode now rather than at the end of last year was that you should not feel pressured by New Year's if it's not the best time for you personally to set new goals. For a lot of people it is since they feel that the new year is a clean slate. However, you know, it really may not work for you um, and you can set goals at any stage of the year whenever it works for you. As I've said before, you can change up your goals, change your systems um, and just don't feel pressured by New Year's or any time where people are setting goals. Um, if it's not working for you, then don't do it. If the new year is too stressful for setting goals to be a priority to you, do not worry about it. You can really do it anytime um, and make your goal setting work for you. So yeah, just um, as long as you are ready to go forward with your systems to allow yourself to achieve your goals, it really does not matter when you set them. So yeah, just a, just a reminder, if you haven't set them yet, do not feel pressured by me or anyone to set them. However, if you do want to set goals, I do hope that this episode does help you approach them in the best way. My sixth tip is that you are in no rush to complete everything on your lifelong bucket list, especially as a teenager. So be realistic when setting goals and systems. So life is not a race. Um, and as teenagers, we have enough going on with school, friendships, planning our future, um, and just generally growing up that you do not need to be stressing yourself out with 30 goals if you cannot keep up with them. So there may be a goal which you really want to achieve, but maybe at this current time in your life, uh, for whatever reason, um, it's too time consuming or you were just not able to focus on it that year. It is absolutely fine to push it forward to another year. There is no issue with doing that. Um, I think it's just about writing it down if if it's the kind of goal where you're thinking about it now, but it would be best to do it later or in another year. Um, so just consider how much extra time you have in a week away from school and socialising, which doesn't really apply right now, but um, but I guess from those very important things, seeing how much of, of your time you want to use um, working on your goals when you are planning them. So for example, if you want to start a podcast, but you don't have enough extra hours in your week to make that happen, do not worry about it. So the way you could approach that is you either see which tasks you can take out of your week and replace with doing podcast related things, planning it, learning how to set it up, um, maybe buying some resources if that's helpful for you, anything like that. Or you can um, just start creating ideas and then see what happens from there. Um, so for example, I would love to write a novel one day, 
Um, however, that is not going to happen this year. I do not have the time for that. It's not really a priority or like a big commitment that I'd like to make. So one of my goals this year is to just create some ideas for a novel. But I would feel proud of myself for that because I'm making progress towards this very big goal without having to make it my sole focus um, and still feeling like I can give some time to it without um, a huge time commitment. So yeah, um, please, especially as a teenager, we are in a hustle culture, you could say, where where we are encouraged to, to be productive all the time and to have achieved loads of things by the time we are a teenager, which um, really does not work for a lot of people um, and is not like a realistic thing for a lot of people. So um, just make sure before you set your goals, just be realistic with, uh, with what you can do now um, and what may need to be pushed forward later because like at 16, you don't need to have achieved a billion things because no one is expecting that of you. Um, but yeah, so just be realistic and be kind to yourself, please, especially during this pandemic. So the seventh and final tip um, is one that I think is very important, um, is have less of an all or nothing mindset. So especially when it comes to um, tracking goals, many people feel like um, if they are starting a new habit, um, if they break a streak of doing it for a certain number of days, um, then people may give up and they may lose motivation to keep on going with it. But please do not lose motivation if you just don't have a perfect streak. And habit trackers can help some people do this, but it can also stress out others. So especially if you are starting out with a new habit, do not stress yourself out for not doing it 100% of the time. Um, any bit of progress is still progress um, and you should be proud of yourself for even getting started with a habit and really congratulate yourself on small wins because doing um, a habit which you would like to do every day, um, if you do it twice in a week, it is still progress and it is better than not doing it at all. So just once again, as I've said a lot during this episode, please be kind to yourself um, and do not stress yourself out for not doing something perfectly. You're going to have mess ups in this process of setting goals and trying to complete them and making your way towards bigger goals. And that's absolutely fine. Just do not beat yourself up for it. Um, and yeah, just be self-compassionate. Thank you so much for listening. Um, I really hope that this episode helps at least one person set goals which are intentional and that they really care about and therefore to also set systems which set actionable steps to make these bigger goals of yours happen. Um, so good luck to you all for setting goals. Um, I believe in you all um, and you know even DM me some of your goals and your systems. I'd love to hear them and yeah thank you so much for listening. Um, I appreciate you as always and I hope you have a great day. Bye!